Hello, everyone, and welcome to Cannabis Nation, where we help guide you through the wonderful and complex world of cannabis by shedding light on your most burning questions and dankest desires. We are your hosts, Susan. And I'm Nick. And this is episode 12. Busty. Busted. Woot, 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 woot. Yep, here come the police. The police, everyone. Yeah, today Nick and I are going to talk about outrageous stuff about busts and then personal stories about being busted. Yeah, but first we're going to get into some real interesting ways that you might be busted. Without knowing that you Without could be busted. Without even knowing that this was a situation. It was like a slippery slope. You were just walking down the street and the next thing you know. Some absolutely ridiculous laws come and slap you in the face and put you in jail. Right into jail. So in New York City... You can be arrested for marijuana possession, even though marijuana possession is decriminalized. So that doesn't make any sense. Yes. So marijuana possession in New York City is decriminalized, meaning you're allowed to have a certain amount of the drug on you without punishment. Yeah. Okay. But there's a catch. What's the catch? You're not allowed to display marijuana in public. Yeah. However, New York's stop and frisk laws allow police officers to ask people to empty their pockets without probable cause. Ah. And if you empty marijuana from your pocket. Yep, you're slipping. Yep. You what? can be arrested for it, even though the <sighs> only reason you're breaking the law is because a police officer specifically, forcing yeah, forcing you Isn't to do so. is that entrapment? I mean, seriously. And it, it, yeah, it doesn't make any damn How are sense, you in but jail? it's absolutely insane. Right. Absolutely okay. insane. It's completely legal to have it on you, but if an officer uh, makes you pull out it. of your pocket, then now you're, you're arrested. arrested. Like, oh my wow. God. Right? Wow. What are you bored today? Wow. Yeah, seriously. Yeah. So now in Indiana, it's even weird. Weirder, I think. Mm-hmm. There is a misdemeanor crime for, quote, presence where knowledge of drug activity occurs, end quote. What? So this is a particularly vague and unknowable law. See, this is one of those, whoop, how did I even end what? up in jail? So does it mean. In the area where drug dealers are known to be operating, is it being in a place where someone has used drugs? The last tenant of your apartment was a heavy drug user. Yeah. So this is a place where drug activity occurred. Okay, they used to supposedly cook crystal meth or something here, so now you're... I don't get it. The only thing we do know is it will come with a $1,000 fine and one year in jail. Wow. So, yeah, you can be charged with this presence where knowledge of drug activity occurs like if you're in a bad part of town you know you have to get through this part of town oh my god i got lost and i mean it's just so weird it just it's it it doesn't specify so i thought it was worth including that you better be careful in indiana of the company you keep i'll tell you what even if you don't even know you're keeping that company, (laughs) that just sounds like a bullshit excuse to cover up like fumbles by cops well you're under arrest you knew somebody sold drugs here once you knew that yeah everybody knows that yeah. what are you doing here get, yeah. The, yeah. get who, arrested that does, that's also a weird thing whose knowledge the presence <laughs> where knowledge of drug activity right. whose knowledge like who, cops right like, or, or yours yours or and how do you prove you had knowledge joe down the street i don't, I don't know it's weird yeah. well yeah that is a ridiculous one we also got a crazy one from california oh, um yeah. Yeah. voters in vallejo california vallejo. Approved a measure in 2011 that would tax marijuana dispensary sales in the city. Yeah, so? The only problem was that the measure didn't legalize the actual dispensaries. What? Yes. You could be a dispensary and be taxed for it, but you couldn't legally be a dispensary. What? So, the government collected the money from the taxes, then turned around and used that exact money to raid the dispensaries oh they collected it from and <laughs> shut them down. 
talk uh, about cutting off your nose to spite your face. Uh, like, what? That's a nasty cash wheel we got operate. We're going to use that cash and shut that wheel down, dang damn it. <laughs> the Get old, a nasty cash The only up suitable the use of oh this God. weed money is putting weed businesses away so we can't get any more money. Doesn't that just what? say, I love my black market cartel, cartel so much that oh, I'm yeah. actually going to tax these people and then use the money to put them out of business oh so you God. don't have to pay taxes? Yeah. Yeah, because the market insane. still exists. But I mean, those. <laughs> <you know? laughs> yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. Well, I mean, there there are quote unquote taxes for illegal businesses. I mean, we know that very well. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure, sure. Still, nonetheless, to use them to shut them down yeah, and put and people's job. You know, it's just wow. Well, and there's taxes for criminal organizations too, in that they have to, you know, bribe the officials right. who are well, putting yeah, these laws in place. Well, yeah, it's all the cost of doing business, Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all the cost of doing business. Now, those were some really crazy stuff that, you know, that we thought was really just like, what the hell was that in different states? Yeah. And now we're going to talk about some busts that were just ridiculous. The first one we're going to start off with here is a funny one. Now, there's a big bust for the Pawhuska Police Department this last year. Pawhuska is a small town in Oklahoma, and it boasts, excuse me, the population of 3,440 as of 2018. So as you can see, like, there's a lot going on for this oh, yeah. police department. Yeah, seriously. Okay? They got their Every hands day full. is a struggle, okay, yeah. on the streets of Pawhuska. 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 So um, they seized somewhere in the, the police department of Pawhuska, seized somewhere in the neighborhood of 18,000 pounds of marijuana. Now, wow. Yeah, it was being That's driven a in two amount, amount in yeah. two semi in two uh, semi carts by the way. So, now here's the deal. It was commercial grade hemp, which is fed a federally legalized commodity, okay? So, you can have this. And the security company for this transportation actually called the Oklahoma uh, Department of Transportation to ask, you know, is this doable? Is there anything that we need to be careful of? Are there parameters in which we need to operate? And the Oklahoma uh, Department of Transportation said, no, no, you're good to go. We, you know, have on your way, right? So uh, somebody didn't tell the Pawhuska Police Department this because they <laughs> seized this 18,000 pounds of marijuana or hemp, excuse me, and arrested all four or four of the gentlemen involved. And which is funny because the only reason they were able to jail them is because during this time there was a federal shutdown. So federal testing facilities were not open and so wow. there was no testing available to see if this was indeed commercial grade hemp based on the THC percentage so these men or the slippery slope of right and here's the other thing yes it had been tested in this facility over here but was that test accurate they were gonna make them do a federal one okay or is uh, this even the same stuff that was tested over there yeah, exactly or, you know, blah, blah, blah. exactly so of course these guys were like one of them got out he paid forty thousand uh, dollars bail. He was, uh, I think, the um, uh, yes, Caucasian gentleman. And then the rest of them stayed in jail for a little bit longer. 
And finally, by I think it was last summer, everybody had been released and the DEA had dropped all charges because they found out, obviously, that this is commercial grade hemp. But you should see the pictures. There's these huge cardboard boxes, like the size of mat, like a king size mattress, right? Oh my God. Filled, and then plastic bag coming up, filled with hemp on pallets, yeah. right? And the guy and the police department's just like, you know, like shoveling these like mountains. It was in their hands, like, what? you know. So I just think it's kind of funny I that think in Pahaska there's probably still talk. Even though even though it all turned out to be hemp and yeah. all the charges were dropped, yeah. I guarantee you they're still bragging yeah. about it to their cop buddies in the next yeah. town over that's also three thousand. They didn't test all of those boxes, you know. <laughs> they just did a sampling. So yeah, I just think that's hysterical. I'll tell you, I know marijuana. Yeah, when, when I, I smell it. it. And that was <laughs> marijuana. Okay. It's I a got, government conspiracy. I just, I got a contact high being around it, swimming <laughs> in it. I mean, yeah, I was a little drunk already, too. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, that's just my barley pop now. Oh, my God. Anyway, so that's kind of a funny story that yeah. we had for you. And Nick is going to share with you a not-so-funny story. Yeah, and so I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go, like, full NPR on this one. Are yeah, you ready? Yeah, give it to us. It's an evening around 7 p.m. It is November 21st, 2006. Three plainclothes officers approach the door of Catherine Johnston. They cut the bars, the burglar bars, from in front of her door and oh r- bust through. Oh Catherine Johnston, a 92-year-old woman, <gasps> lived in Atlanta her entire what? life. Pulls an old rusty, oh. uh, shit. Pulls an old, <laughs> you don't hear that on NPR. <laughs> Pulls an old rusty revolver that she keeps for personal defense in this, in this dangerous neighborhood she lives in and fires one shot well above the heads of the officers. Nice lady. The officers return fire with oh, 39 oh my God. bullets. Jesus. Five to six of which hit Miss Johnston. Oh, 92. Yeah. Shame on you. Shame. All right, I'm going to drop that. So, the, <laughs> <laughs> that was too much. Um, so, yeah, they, they fire 39 bullets. 39 bullets that only five or six of which actually hit her. Oh, my, like, what? <laughs> what? All Don't... three of the cops sustained injuries during this, and yeah. it was all friendly fire. None of it was her bullet. No, her bullet went way above the heads, that... injured no one. Oh, and and they they shot, shot each, each other. other. So they, and her too, by yeah, the way. Yeah. Thirty nine. Oh my mm-hmm. god. So they cuffed her, left her on the floor there oh. where they when they went and searched. So she her was still house. alive. She was, but not for long. What? She bled out on that floor. What? Why they searched the house instead of calling an ambulance for the ninety two year old woman with five bullets in her bleeding? <sighs> okay, this is what I will say. See. The world is a dangerous place. This woman lived to be 92 years old in a crap-ass neighborhood, and the people that were supposed to protect her made her bleed to death. Like, that's how she goes out in handcuffs? That's a terrible, horrible travesty. It's absolutely insane. They they had a no-knock warrant on this 92-year-old Who woman's house a- because they coerced an informant into saying that he bought crack cocaine there once, which she... Never what, did. From what? Her grandson? From Sam, apparently. Oh, Somebody what? named Sam. Okay. Absolutely ridiculous. So, as she is 
dead on the floor oh in handcuffs. Uh, one of the officers proceeds to place three separate bags of <gasps> marijuana that they had seized from a bust earlier no. that exact day no, on the premises in order to justify their actions. No, there. they did not. Yeah. Are they trying to go to hell? Like, like, let's. How fast can we go to hell in one day? I'd say they came from hell. Okay. Uh, <laughs> right. I, 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 I don't know if it's. Yeah, maybe they're trying to go home. Oh um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So they. Uh, Luckily, the neighborhood outrage was insane, I and bet. a formal investigation was was uh, launched into it, finding that yes, the marijuana bags were planted; they were not possession of uh, Miss Johnston. They were a previous bust. Yep, they were no drugs in the house whatsoever. Right. Um, the no knock warrant was acquired under faulty information, right. where the police officers lied and said their informant had said that right. when their informant had never said that. I in wonder fact, why they had it in for this ninety-two-year-old woman. It's so bizarre. Well, they said that they were under pressure by the Lynn. Atlanta Police Department to make more busts because so they felt they needed to fabricate something because otherwise they would just be sitting there twiddling their thumbs you and wouldn't live be in Atlanta. You don't have to try hard. <laughs> you just have to go around the block a couple times. What in the hell? Any any major city and, yeah. and this it's not like they have their narcotics unit for the entirety of Atlanta, Georgia, was eight people. Okay, you think eight people in the entirety of Atlanta could find somebody other to pick on than a tiny two-year-old woman? You know, it's not Paula Hoska for or Paula Hoska for yeah, seven states. Seriously, yeah, seriously. So absolutely insane. Luckily, all these men ended up in jail, Thank but that's not going to bring back the life of Catherine. Oh my Johnston. God, that poor woman. You know, and, and just just the amount of fear that that had to put. In, in oh, everybody in that yes. community, yeah. uh, that these these people, these protectors, are just bursting into old ladies' oh homes and murdering God. them, planting Terrible. drugs. No, oh my no God. excuse. There's oh, no excuse for people like this. This is why we need to legalize stuff. Okay, yeah. there's that. And Nick and I, I mean, through this process of the busted episode, we had looked through and disseminated a lot of bust stories. Yeah. And a lot of them are these cops who plant stuff on people. And it and even like where I'm from in the greater Chicagoland area, cops that actually are the biggest drug runners yeah. in the city that the drug the drug dealers have to pay protection money to the police. I'm not saying they all do. I'm saying a lot of those guys went to jail and they're not in the police force now. I'm just going to qualify. Yeah. Okay, but I'm just saying that that stuff does happen when you don't have legalization and you don't have restrictions and regulations and taxes and all that other stuff. This yep. is the kind of stuff that can happen to poor Mrs. Johnson. She's yep. so Pete. Yeah, no, they, they take away the ability to for the police officers to abuse it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Legalize it so that they can't do and, this anymore. Or anybody else for that matter. Or anybody else. Or lawmakers or, you know, yes. large business. Anything. Anybody. Like, yes. That are hurting citizens in in for personal gain it right? is absolutely insane. despicable and disgusting yeah now that being said you know at, there are at least 69 people are serving life sentences for marijuana can you believe in 2020 okay based on a data collected by the american civil liberties union let me say that again please everyone the mm -hmm. american civil liberties union and other organizations have put this together and they yeah 69 people as of 2020 
Which is insane. A life sentence for marijuana is just... Yeah. How is that justifiable? How, how is that even possible? How is that justifiable yeah. in any now, sense of the term? It makes, and here's the other thing. In fact, new prison admissions spiked upward of 49% between 2015 and 2018. These numbers are largely attributed to drug prosecutions, with nearly one in three prisoners doing time for drugs in 2019, up from one in four in 2014. And we, we wonder why America has the largest prison population in, in the, the world. world. Okay, for-profit prison, too, by the yeah. way. So as you can see, legalization becomes even more important, socially speaking. These are people whose real lives have been affected and the people that love and, and share lives with them that have been affected. And and like I said, poor Mrs. Johnston. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, so, and, and, and you know, the... The most depressing part of it is that she is just one in yeah. a sea oh, of people that, that have been have, killed. Yep. Yes, murdered during, in in the war on drugs, specifically yeah. marijuana, too. Yeah. Okay. So now we're gonna lighten the mood a yes. little bit. Back now. off that a little yeah, bit. Let's yeah. shake it off. Yes. Yeah. Now here's you know we're not doing the review right now during the COVID. We're gonna figure out how to get back to it. Yeah. Um, but so we're doing stories and because it's busted yes. episode 12, we're going to do our busted personal stories. Oh, yes. And Nick is going to start his off with his. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, I actually have a few when it comes to <laughs> marijuana. But staying in line with the absurd busts that we've been talking about today and police ridiculousness, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'm going to talk about uh, me and two of my friends were uh, we're 16 years old, Aww. and we are still the dew of youth. Yes, <laughs> yes, we were at our local mall on the top level of the parking garage, just being teenagers. What the hell were you doing up there? We in were camera? just we were just we weren't doing drugs. We weren't okay. smoking weed. We didn't okay. we didn't even have any weed on okay. us. We were just goofing around. Right. I think I had a razor scooter that I was zipping oh, around. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Anyway, um so we're up there for a little bit. We were waiting to see if one of our friends was going to join us or not, maybe go to a movie or something mm-hmm. like that. So we're up on the top top floor of the parking garage being teenagers and uh, a police car pulls up just outside, you know, just around where we're standing. You know, all three of our cars are parked right next to each other and he just pull, pulled over there. So, you know, we mm-hmm. uh, being uh, more privileged kids that we just stood there like we weren't doing anything wrong. There's no reason to be wary of this. AKA rich white boys. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Um, no reason to be wary of this. So, uh, we just, we stood our ground, kept hanging out, you know, and then another police officer pulls up. Another car pulls up right behind him. Hmm. Huh. Strange. What is this? Yeah. We can tell they're looking at us through the window. They're not, they haven't come out or said anything to uh-huh. us yet. Huh? Still strange. Yeah. So eventually, uh, four police officers from these two cars come out uh-huh. and come talk to us, asking what we're doing up there, what's going on, you know, that kind of stuff. Right. Just, we told them the truth. What right. We're just see, waiting to see if our friend's going to meet up and then maybe go to a movie later. Right. Um, and they end up separating us uh, and talking to us individually Weird. to see if we have our stories straight, okay. I suppose. But it wasn't a lie. It was just what we were doing. So uh, nothing came of that. So 
uh, a few minutes goes by. We're all sitting on separate curbs about 30 feet away from each other. And two more police officers come out. What in the world? Yep. We have a plainclothes police officer and then a canine unit. What? Yes. So they have the uh, canine unit come and sniff all of our cars individually. We open them up. You know, we're teenagers. They probably. I was going to say. They probably, you know. uh, You didn't have to do that. I didn't have. We probably didn't. Well, I mean, so the probable cause here was that supposedly somebody had gone down to uh, the security, uh, the mall security and pointed us out on camera and said that we had tried to sell them drugs. What? We hadn't approached a single person. No. This entire time, which is what we kept telling the officers, like, go back and look at that video, have them point out where we actually actually talked to to anybody. anybody. But of course that was not heard. Oh, cause that would have been the easy way to literally. (laughs) I mean, we were, we were sitting there for probably two whole hours. Wow. uh, All together. Uh, that's crazy. Just waiting and all that. Yeah, so they end up sniffing our cars. We didn't have any weed Thank on us. God. Yep. Um, my friend's car that we would occasionally uh, smoke in, of course, the dog smelled weed, but, you know, picked up on the scent, but there was no weed in there. Mm-hmm. So uh, eventually they just end up letting us go. So, yeah, this is a two, almost three hour ordeal. But it's not over yet. What? So we... uh, Couldn't somebody just look at the fucking camera? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So they let us go. The cops all leave. Right. Um, We're pretty shook, you know, from the whole ordeal. It's been two, three hours. Yeah. We decide it's time to go get a Slurpee. Yeah. You guys had had the dog sicked on you, by the way. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And oh my God, I can't even... (laughs) They were... Wow. When they were going through our cars, they made the hor- the worst cop jokes. So they found a, a condom in my friend's oh, car, and they're no. like, "Oh, whose extra small condom oh, is this?" Totally inappropriate. They boys. found like one of those like uh, uh, vending machine little plastic like fake rings, like a spider ring or something like that. Right? I think it was near Halloween. Um, and they said they found stolen jewelry oh, in my for car. God's just sake, just boys. making a sweat for no fucking reason because they had this? nothing better to Apparently do not. but spend three hours on this. And I think that's, that's weird. Yeah. Anyway, so the we more, get, yeah. we hop in the car. We go down to seven eleven. We all hop in my car, we just carpool so we can, you know. Right. Um uh talk about the ridiculousness together. We go get our Slurpees, get back in the car. Um, we're sipping on it about getting ready to leave. And I get a knock on my window, on my car window. For what? I turn to my left and it is the plainclothes, same plainclothes police officer. What does he want now? I roll down the window and he says, so we got a call that somebody was trying to sell marijuana here at the 7-Eleven. Are you kidding? Is that you who's getting the call? Is that you making the call? What? After... Probably a 20-second beat of me just like, what the fuck, panicking. He pops a grin, starts smiling. He's like, ah, just kidding. <gasps> Fucking cop jokes suck. Oh, <laughs> They're not my. funny. No, they're not yeah. funny. Oh, yeah. my God. So just absolute, like, near busted, but we didn't do anything wrong. It just And it could have been cleared up in a second if right. they had just gone down and actually right. looked. Right, but how much of my tax dollars did they waste trying to harass some teenage boys? And what could they, you know, yes, they could have just cleared that up by yeah. by looking at the cameras, but if they search us instead, they might actually find something completely different I understand and this. be able to charge us for something else. I understand It's this. absolutely insane. And they wasted everybody's time. Yeah. And 
gave you guys pimples for weeks. I'm Seriously. Sure. Poor guys. Stress pimples everywhere. Oh, my Lord. Uh, like, as if teeing a teenager is in stress. <laughs> what All do you got? Yeah, right? Okay, so I'm going to tell my teenager busted story. Mm-hmm. Okay, but this, mine too, is a near busted now, Nick has heard the story about how I actually did get busted once by my mom, but that's a whole other story. Yeah. So I'm going to regale him with a story that he hasn't heard yet. All right. So um, I went to three different high schools, okay? So the first high school I went to was closer to Chicago, out in the suburbs, and then the next high school I went to was in the Podunk, out in the middle of cornfields mm. in Illinois. It's about an hour, hour and a half due west of the, of the city. So you're surrounded by cornfields. And um, <laughs> so I had already had a propensity for the uh, marijuana mm-hmm. at this point. As one does. <laughs> And I think I'm 14 or 15 at this point. I can't Mm -hmm. remember exactly. I'm not 16 yet. And so I think I'm 14 or 15. So I buy a a dime bag off of one of my fellow classmates. Now, Now, my fellow classmate is an older classmate than I am. And he's a pretty smart guy. He's, you know, been doing this for a while. Yeah. So what he gives me the marijuana in is a, a, it's people don't hate me it's gum so it's a big red cuz big red has that big cinnamon yeah. scent right so you'd put two sticks on either side full sticks of gum uh-huh. on the end right and then you take the middle pieces and you tear them in half and put them along the top oh my gosh right? and you put you the just marijuana create a little fig stash can yeah, exactly well, and, so, and you know, cinnamon is, is supposedly messes with drug sniffing dogs' noses too. So. Okay. So, and it was it wasn't a big pack, so yeah. it's not this bulky thing. It's yeah. just a little dime bag, people. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay, it's just a little dime bag. But at this point, I'm in sophomore year in high school. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, um, I go to choir class. I get my little dime bag. Blah blah blah. I go to choir class. And in choir class, here comes the principal and vice principal. All right. Okay. And they're coming for me. Uh oh. And they call me out of class, and I'm being brought to the office. And I said, you know, what is this about? And they said, we'll tell you, you know, when we get into the office. And I was like, well, can I use the bathroom first? Because I was going to try to ditch this stuff. Mm hmm. Which they were like, sure. I was like, I've just got a lot of phlegm. I need, I'm getting nervous. I need to cough and spit. Mm-hmm. And so they were like, yeah, sure. So I go into the bathroom. And of course, the vice principal holds open the door so I can't flush anything. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I spit. And I am sweat bullets. But never let them see a sweat. And you're not caught yet. Mm-hmm. Okay. So... Um, they start rifling through my stuff in my pockets and they pull out, you know, the gum. They look at the gum. They pull it. They put it down on the table and mm-hmm. they're going through my purse. And, you know, they find my cigarettes, which I'm not old enough to have and I'm not supposed to have. But it's just the one. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's not what they're looking for. So um, they say, you know, they, they tell me that somebody has narked me out. 
and that oh and they searched my locker too i forgot to tell you that part they searched my then we they oh don't find God. anything on me so we go down and search my locker right but this oh by this God. time they've had me put stuff back in my pocket right like because mm-hmm. they didn't see it there yeah and smart ass me offers them a piece of gum oh my god yes i fucking did oh my god and then i <laughs> oh my god susan oh my god <laughs> yes i did so... did they accept no oh thank like, god <laughs> Well, I was just going to pull out one of the long ones from the side for each one. Still, but I mean, the oh, no, come on, that, babe. You're going to go. You're going to go all in. The amount of things so, that could go wrong there. Well. I mean, you, you accidentally gotta, no. pull out the two halfies. They fall out. <laughs> no, no. falls on the floor. No, no, no. Oh, my God. So we get. Oh, no. I'm sorry. I'm telling the story. So we go to my locker. They don't find anything. We go back to the office and they tell me what this is about. And I say, you know, do you want a piece of gum to them? You know, and they're like, no. And I pull out the big stick and I put a piece of gum in my mouth. Oh, my God. Yeah, I did. And then I went you like fucking this. fucking No, no. And this is what I said, too. You're going to love this. I go, this is a, this is a travesty. I said, <laughs> somebody has said something about me that wasn't even true. Oh and you guys, God. you know, search me. And they said, do you want me to call your, do you want us to call your mom and apologize? I said, apologize to my mother. You need to apologize to me. Do you know what you've done to my, in the whole school's going to be talking about this? Do you know what you've done? <laughs> <laughs> so this is what they said they said you're not supposed to have these cigarettes we're keeping your cigarette that was my only one for after school i wasn't even going to smoke it on the bread they're like too bad so they take my cigarette and then they said if you get caught again with a cigarette you're going to detention for three days and i'm like whatever fine you're not going to catch me because i'm not going to do it yeah well back in those days we did smoke in the girls room okay mm-hmm. but now I can't smoke in the girls' room. I've been put on notice that if yeah. I get caught, right? It's over. It's over. So a friend of mine, she's handing me the cigarette underneath the stall. I'm literally saying no. One of the teachers busts uh, in the bathroom no. and busts us both, even though she's got the cigarette. She saw it get passed underneath the stall, she says. Uh, so she thinks that Lisa's going to take the fall for me. When, and Lisa even said to them, no, 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 this was me. And they were like, I don't believe you. So um, guess who spent detention for three days, but didn't have to go to juvie. <laughs> you know what? I'll take that trade. I'll take that trade. But I mean, hey, I, that 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 goes into that mentality of once a criminal, always a criminal. Come on with that shit. You got busted for having a cigarette, and it, all of a sudden they assume it's yours and your friend's covering for you, yeah. and you're the bad guy just because they knew you had a cigarette exactly. before. Exactly. But it was in the other girl's hands. Oh, and that's Come when I was on. like, "This is a." That's when I yelled, "This is a hypocrisy!" That was the next time I started yelling. <laughs> Didn't have any gum to offer that time. That was crazy. Oh man, I gotta tell you, I was sweating. Oh, I can't. Bullets even when imagine. they pulled the cigarette pack out. I was like, I mean the the, the gum pack. The yeah. gum pack. I thought, oh, this is it. And he just put it on the table, and I was like. They even went through the lining of my jacket and everything. Wow. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it, go, they, 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 yep. it works. Want a piece of gum? It works, it works. Big red. Kids, don't put have weed in school. <laughs> don't bring it to school. Don't. Don't even Just, buy it there, especially. No, yeah. Jeez. Oh, not in school. Oof, by the hair of my chinny-chin-chin. Chin. Yes. Anyway, 
Anywho, <laughs> those are some fun stories to top yeah, that yeah, off. Yeah. That is absolutely insane. Uh, you freaking offering them? Uh, fuck you, yes. You are you a know goddamn me. rogue. You know me. You are a goddamn rogue. <laughs> Well, thanks for listening to Cannabis Nation, everybody. We hope this has helped shed light on your most burning questions and dankest desires. Check us out on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Cannabis Nation Podcast. This is Nick. And Susan. Ending on a high note. Shedding like. Shedding like. I'm going to shed like. You're going to shed so many likes. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be like a shedding light, mm-hmm. but like, like, all right. We're shedding like so much light <laughs> right? on your like burning like questions. questions and like feeling us dankish like desires.